Hey guys, welcome to episode 4.5 of I Know Nothing About MMA. I'm your host DC, and today we're just going to be doing my thoughts. What I saw, what I heard, all the little things. John Jones relinquishes his light heavyweight title, moving up to heavyweight. We'll talk about that. And we'll also, I did say last episode that we're going to talk, be talking about some boxing news. And we absolutely will be talking about some boxing news. A lot of boxing news happening. But we'll, you know, we'll, we'll make it interesting for the MMA guys. Because we're going to be talking about the differences between UFC, MMA as a sport, UFC as a company, and the structural differences between that and boxing. Why is boxing so different? So we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. All right, let's get on to it. John Jones relinquishes his light heavyweight title and is moving up to heavyweight. This caught me by surprise. It definitely caught me by surprise. We knew he was moving up to heavyweight, but relinquishing his title in this way did catch me by surprise. I did say on an earlier episode, I thought maybe he'd keep the title moving up to heavyweight, but obviously not. He wants the division to move forward. Very nice of him. And we'll just read you some tweets he wrote. He wrote, Just got off the phone with UFC today. I can confirm that I'm vacating the light heavyweight championship. It's officially up for grabs. Hey, good guy. It's been an amazing journey. Sincere thank you to all my competition, UFC, and most importantly, you the fans. And he wrote another tweet. He wrote, The last I spoke with UFC about my salary, there was no negotiating. If that ever changes, I'd love to come back and compete again as a heavyweight. Until then, I'll be enjoying UFC as a fan and doing my best to take care of my family and community. And this didn't last for long because about an hour later, he wrote another tweet that said, just had a really positive conversation with UFC. Sounds like there will be negotiations for my next fight at heavyweight. All good news. The weight gain process begins. Good for him, man. Good for him. He needs it. He needs this move up to heavyweight. John Jones can't be fighting Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith, even Jan Blachowicz. I mean, I know people will say, but these guys deserve this chance. John Jones needs big boy fights. He needs fights that people are going to come back and say, you know, he needs that Stipe fight. He needs that Ngannou fight. He doesn't need to fight these No names. I'm sorry to disparage you guys like this. But if Dominic Reyes can defend his title, or if Jan Blachowicz can defend his title, or Thiago Santos can defend his title five times, six times, and establish establish themselves as top champions. You know, because that's what I think will happen in this division. I think the division, I think the championship is going to change hands in this division a lot. I don't think we're going to be seeing an established champion at light heavyweight. There's no clear-cut fighter who makes you say, wow, this guy is a step above the competition, like John Jones was. There's, there's not that fighter at light heavyweight anymore. Dominic Reyes did have a great fight against John Jones. So did Thiago Santos. And I truly believe these guys had great fights because the effort level for John Jones wasn't there. You see how pumped up he gets for these big fights. 
see what he did to Daniel Cormier the second time around? He rises to the occasion. He fights to the level of his opponent. You know what I mean? That's what happened in that Dominic Reyes and Thiago Santos fight. These are great fighters, don't get me wrong. But John Jones, the effort level wasn't there. You can't deny that. So he'll be moving up to heavyweight. And for him to move up to heavyweight and the UFC to give in to his demands, basically. Which they should, by the way. And guys, any fighters listening to this, you are worth more than the company. That's what fighters have to get their head around. You are worth more. UFC doesn't exist without fighters. And I know they'll say stuff like, oh, it doesn't exist without the fighters. No, it doesn't exist without the fighters. People who put their bodies on the line. Fighters, you need to know your worth, know your value, and don't get suckered into signing stupid contracts. Because I know that's the case. I haven't looked at anyone's contract, but hey, I'm going to put a cheeky $10 on that people have shit contracts in the UFC. So for the UFC to accept John Jones' money demands, it must be a big fight. For me, it looks like this is going to be the winner of the Miocic versus Ngannou fight. This isn't going to be like when Anderson Silva moved up to light heavyweight and fought, I don't even know who we fought right now. The, I'm drawing a blank because it ain't a top guy. You know what I'm saying? This ain't going to be a tuna fight. I know a lot of people want to see that, but he don't need it. He do not need it. He's already been looking like a heavyweight for a good while, John Jones. I think he's had to cut more and more as his career's gone on. He's getting a lot heavier these days. Doing a lot more weight training these days. He doesn't need a feel, a, a, you know, a tune-up fight to go to heavyweight. Absolutely not. So, Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blackowish will be for the UFC light heavyweight title. They'll be slated for the UFC 253 card. The Adesanya versus Paolo Costa card. That, that card really badly needed another fight. For Adesanya's sake as well. You know, we needed a fight like that. Because the card was looking pretty weak. And I don't like that UFC do that. I hate that. You know, Dana White's saying this is going to be the best fight of the year. Well, stack the card like it is. You know, like, I remember UFC 229 and... You know, the card was a bit dog shit, other than the Habib versus McGregor fight. And I know it still did incredible buys on the back, but I don't think many people were coming back <laughs> to see, you know, you know, it was a very boring card. Boxing has this problem too. And we'll, we'll talk about this later on. Boring fights, but boxing has an excuse, a valid excuse for why the biggest fights aren't happening, why they don't happen as often. I think John Jones, we'll get back to John Jones. I think John Jones at this point of his career can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to give in to UFC's demands. He's defended his light heavyweight title so many times. Yes, he's lost it twice, but he ain't lost it inside the ring. All right? Forget everything else. He's undefeated. I don't care about that Matt Hamill shit. He's undefeated. We all know this. 
He's a top guy. We all talk about Habib Nurmagomedov's record. How about John Jones's record? He fought killers. That first run was insane. He was a kid and he was fighting killers and killing them. He was the legend killer. Shout out to Randy Orton. And I really see that happening with this light heavyweight title picture. This is not going to be an established champion in this division, I think, for a long time. Now that John Jones has left, the established champion, I think we're going to be seeing this title change hands quite a lot. I just don't see there being a clear-cut fighter. You know, someone who stands taller amongst the rest of them. I don't see it. People might say Dominic Reyes, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yes, he fought an amazing fight against John Jones, but he maybe fought the fight of his life against John Jones. Still came up short. Yes, for a lot of people, he didn't come up short. For me, he came up short. The judges, he came up short. But that might have been the fight of his life. Same with Tiago Santos. He might have fought the fight of his life. John Jones had an off day those two days. That's how crazy good this guy is. This guy has an off day and he's fighting people having the fight of their life and he's still winning. Yes, we can argue all day about did he win that fight, rah, rah, rah. I don't care. We've been through judging. It's very complex. It's very ambiguous. That's why it is as subjective as it is, inherently. It's inherently subjective, guys. But that's an, again, that's another argument for another day. So John Jones moving up to heavyweight. I really like this for John Jones. He needs these big fights. I'm sick of seeing him fight Anthony Smiths. You know, the Anthony Smiths of the world. I'm sick of it. He deserves so much better. And a year ago, if you asked me this, I would have been averse to John Jones competing at heavyweight. I would have said, come on, man, clear out that division. But I've realized for the last 10 years, that's all he's been doing is clearing out his division. So I don't really care about him staying in light heavyweight and clearing out some no-names. Again, no offense to Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos. All good fighters. Well, you know, we'll see how Anthony Smith looks in his next fight. But... And that fight with Anthony Smith, John Jones, was embarrassing. It really was. It was an embarrassment. He was in a fetal position. He was in a ball. The fight should have been stopped right there. John Jones broke his will in that fight. And once you swallow, you will always swallow. It's in you. It's inherent in you. And he swallowed big style. So yes, I like this for John Jones. Moving up to heavyweight. Great move for your champ. I will, I'm still calling you champ. You never lost your belt inside the ring. You are champ. So John Jones champ. Good luck at heavyweight. I do see him as the heavyweight champion in 2021. I do see him beating Francis Ngannou or Miocic. I do see that happening. Especially after watching Miocic's last performance against Daniel Cormier. Especially if he's going to come in as lean. 
Ton Jones is a lot quicker. The fight IQ was a lot... Well, look, I'm not going to say his John Jones' fight IQ was better than Daniel Cormier by a long shot, but it absolutely is better. The guy knows how to control a fight a lot better. So yes, John Jones, congratulations, champ. Keep moving forward. And I do predict that next year, as I said, he will be heavyweight champion. Francis Ngannou, look, Francis Ngannou's just got power, guys. The old adage in boxing is, if you can't land the punch, you're fucked. You know what I mean? You're fucked. So, if he can't land on John Jones, and John Jones is a hard guy to land on. He's hard. He ain't Rosen Street. You can't bum rush this guy. You know? You can't bum rush him in Garner like you did Rosenstrike. Alright? Got good wrestling as well. So, that's what I see. John Jones moving up to heavyweight. Good on you, champ. Let's talk about the next story now. Boxing. Woohoo! Sure, all the MMA fans are switching off. I don't care. This is my show. Get your own show. <laughs> if you don't like it, get your own show. Alright, no. Stay. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Get the fuck out of here if you don't like boxing. Seriously, what a sport. Such a great sport. And that's why I didn't call this podcast I Know Nothing About MMA and Boxing. Because boxing is a martial art. Alright? Very important martial art. So we'll be talking about it as such. And really, what? even though I'm saying this is such a great sport, rah, rah, rah. We're going to talk about what's wrong with boxing. What is wrong with boxing is why they're so... Why they've got such a hard-on for pay-per-view fights. It's killing the sport. It's making the sport so unhealthy. You know, we've got a fight this weekend in Australia. Sorry, on Wednesday. Should be on a, should be on a weekend, but it's in the middle of the fucking week. The biggest fight in boxing, you know, in Australia for a long time. And it's in the middle of a week on a Wednesday. On pay-per-view... Can you believe that shit? On pay-per-view. Jeff Horn, the guy who got smashed around by Terence Crawford, the guy who won a bogus decision against Manny Pacquiao. I was there that day. Did score it for Manny Pacquiao. Can't believe Jeff Horn won that fight, but Jeff Horn won the fight. Whatever. What are we going to do about it? It was a hometown hit job. Bang, bang. But this fight is on pay-per-view. Does not make any sense to me. Do people not realise... And I know people in boxing will say, oh, you don't understand the sport. I don't care if I don't understand the sport. Putting fights on pay-per-view that shouldn't be on pay-per-view is a load of shit. Jeff Horn versus Tim Sue. And we've got lots of examples here, guys. It's not just Jeff Horn versus Tim Sue. Dylan White versus Povetkin. Jamel Charlo versus Devryachenko. Ah, I hate that guy's word. Name, sorry. Dereviachenko. Fucking what a word. Dereviachenko. I think that's it. Jamel Charlo versus Dereviachenko. You know, and his brother, Jamel Charlo versus Rosaria. Easy word. Got that one. You know, and then we also have Leo Santa Cruz versus Javante Davis. These fights should not be on pay per view. 
This is not pay-per-view fights. Yes, Leo Santa Cruz versus Javante Davis is a great fight. Not a pay-per-view fight. Jeff Horn versus Tim Sue is the most important fight in Australian boxing since Danny Green and Anthony Mundine. It should be on free-to-air television or at least Fox Sports. At least Fox Sports. The barrier to entry to watch this fight just got significantly higher. If you don't want to go to a pub, it got significantly higher to watch this fight. Should not be the case. Guys, accessibility and exposure are key. People don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now because you haven't even heard of it. They're like, what are you talking about? Who's Jeff Horn? Who's Tim Sue? But you should know these guys. You should know Jamal Charlo. You should know Javante Davis. You should know these guys. But they always fight on pay-per-view, so you don't know them. Pay-per-view is killing boxing. We just saw the most hyped fight in years. The biggest heavyweight fight, at least, in years. Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 2. Didn't even crack a million buys. Okay? The promotion of that fight was really weird. They didn't do a lot of promotion for it. They kind of thought, well, the fight's just going to promote itself. And for a large part, it did. But this is the problem with pay-per-view. People don't want to pay, especially in America. Over here, it's just $50 or $60. I don't buy pay-per-view either because I just go to a pub, you know. Spending $60 is a bit ridiculous to watch a fight. It really is, in my opinion. So yeah, in Australia, we have this big fight happening. This massive fight. Jeff Horn versus Tim Sue. And no one even knows what the fuck is going on. How can you not tell me this fight should not be on Channel 9? That's our free-to-air service. That's like our ABC if you're in America. Or our CBS or something like that. How are you going to tell me this fight should not be there? Do you, know, do you know the rating that fight would do, guys? I would pop a fucking rating. It would pop a rating. Shout out to Kevin Nash. But no. We have to put it on pay-per-view because, hey, that's how the business works. It's always lurked like this, so it's got to work. No. That's what's killing this sport. You know, and to buy pay-per-view in this country, you need to have a cable subscription. You need to have Foxtel. So already, there's about there's millions upon millions of people who do not have Foxtel, so they cannot buy this pay-per-view. And not many people like watching a fight in a pub. I think they're crazy, but whatever. It's just how it is. So to, to put a fight like this, that means so much to the Australian public, not on free-to-air television... At least not on Fox, to, uh, Fox Sports, which yes, is on cable, but it's not on main event. It's not on a pay-per-view distributor. That's my point. But it's the same all across the sport. Forget Australia. Forget this big Jeff Horn, Tim Sue fight. And it's a great fight, guys. It's a great fight. I think it'll be on ESPN Plus if you're an American. So yeah, they got the score right over there. But you've got the next Jamal Charlo fight. Alright? On pay-per-view. That does nothing. That does nothing for these guys. And the real litmus test for the pay-per-view experiment, do we keep doing pay-per-view? 
will be Errol Spence Jr. in November fighting Danny Garcia, which is a good fight. A great fight. I'm hyped for that fight. But I don't know the buys it'll do. I don't think it will do that many pay-per-view buys. Because it's not a fight that commands a pay-per-view. You know, it's not a fight that commands you paying $75 if you're American. A fight that commands you paying $75 is Errol Spence Jr. versus Terence Crawford. A super fight. And I'm not saying that pay-per-view should die. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that pay-per-view should die for these little fights that the public aren't interested in. The public aren't interested in Jamal Charlo's next fight, but they might be if you put it on normal Showtime, if we didn't have Showtime pay-per-view. They aren't interested in Javante Davis's next fight, but they would be if you just put it on normal Showtime television, not pay-per-view. Dillian White versus Povetkin will be on Sky Sports pay-per-view. And I know in England, the pay-per-view buys, the, the cost is cheaper. I think it's something like 25 quid. Shout out to my British fans. It's like 25 quid, which is maybe $50. So it's the same over here. But still, the, the public want to watch Dillian White fight, but the public also don't want to spend £25. We're in a pandemic, guys. Not many people can afford to spend $75 on a fight or £25 on a fight or 50 AUD on a fight. It's not happening. So boxing really needs to rethink its strategy about how it's distributing these fights. Because a lot of fighters who should be getting great recognition, the Javante Davises, the Errol Spence Juniors, the Jamal Charlos, they're not getting that recognition because they're fighting on pay-per-view and they're doing stupid numbers. Stupid numbers. This Jeff Horn versus Tim Su fight will do a stupid number. And I don't mean stupid in a good way. I mean it'll just be a bad number. When it should have been a great number. If you put it on Channel 9, our free-to-air television service, put the fight on at 9pm, so we're not breaking any uh, consumer guideline rules, the television rules, the broadcasting rules, whatever. So we're not breaking these rules, so we can actually show this fight. It will be so big. And shout out to Bob Arum. Shout out to Top Rank for putting that Lomachenko, Teofoma Lopez fight on regular ESPN. Thank you. That's what this sport needs. That's what this sport needs. Yes, DAZN is a great step in the right direction. It is. It's good that you can pay 20 pound a month, $20 a month. I don't know what it is. We don't have design over here. We have KO, which is our design. Ran by Foxtel. But design is a step in the right direction. However, we do need to think about how fighters are getting paid. Because I understand that is why we continue to do pay-per-view. Financially the most viable option. But it doesn't matter. It's not good for the sport. And you might be thinking, how does this relate to MMA? It does. You might be thinking, well, why does it work so well for UFC then to keep doing pay-per-views? Why are UFC doing good numbers? Well, they don't always do good numbers. 
as we saw with the UFC 250 card, Amanda Nunes versus Felice Spencer, it did a terrible number. It did something like 90,000 buys. And we don't know how many buys these pay-per-views do properly because UFC are a privately owned company, so they don't need to hand out their finances. They're not publicly uh, traded. But sometimes the UFC do great numbers, like the Jorge Masvidal versus Kamara Usman fight. Did something like in between 850 to 1.3 million buys. That's, uh, you know, that's a bit of a gap, but because this is not a public company, I can't tell you for sure what the pay-per-view number is. Can't not tell you for sure. But why UFC can get away with doing pay-per-view is because there are structural differences in place between boxing and MMA. MMA is a very centralized sport. Similar to professional wrestling. There's one top dog, WWE. There's one top dog, UFC. These two companies own about 90% of the market share. Alright? Everyone else is a little fish in the pond. AEW and Bellator, little fishes in the pond. In comparison to the might of UFC and WWE. And, And boxing, on the other hand, is a very decentralized sport. You have a lot of players in boxing. Bob Arum, top rank. Al Heyman, PBC. Eddie Hearn, Matchroom Boxing, DAZN. Golden Boy Promotions. Mayweather Promotions. You get the point. There's more players in this sport. But UFC can get away with doing pay-per-view because the UFC is the spectacle. The Octagon is the spectacle. A lot of people will come and watch a UFC event and they don't care who's fighting. They just want to watch UFC. You know, they just want to watch whatever fight UFC puts on. Doesn't happen like that in boxing. Does not happen. No one gives a shit about Eddie Hearn's matchroom boxing like that. And he wants it to happen. He wants... Eddie Hearn is the type of guy that wants boxing to be like more like MMA. Which is why he's a cunt, okay? I want MMA to be more like boxing. M- boxing, rather, is a pro-fighter sport. MMA is a pro-promoter sport. There's no Ali Act in MMA. Alright? It's very important to remember that. And there's also no Ali Act in Britain. Also very important to notice that. So keep tabs on that guy, Eddie Hearn. Keep tabs on him. MMA UFC is a lot more like WWE in the sense that there is a built-in audience that these companies have. UFC and WWE, these companies have built-in audiences. That's why ESPN was so hot on uh, UFC. It's because they realize that a lot of people would keep coming back every week. Same with WWE and their network with NBC and Fox. These are very important shows for these television companies to have because they have a built-in audience. It's very attractive to advertisers as well because they have people like me, people like you, who will come back week in, week out. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing, but it's the reality of the situation. In boxing, it isn't like that. It is not like that. 
you don't have fans in boxing of a specific promotion. I'm sure in the rare cases you do. You have people who just want to watch PBC, people who just want to watch Top Rank, but that's crazy. That is so crazy. In boxing, the fighters drive the sport. It's a much more pro-fighter sport. Top Rank can't get away, and we've been seeing the ratings for these shows. Horrible ratings, like Fox... The, the, the number that PBC did on Fox was outrageously bad. Like, the, one of the worst numbers I've ever done. Showtime did a number as well, which was outrageously bad. Top Rank, the ESPN number, outrageously bad. Because fighters drive this sport. No one is interested in Top Rank, PBC, even, even the matchroom, boxing cards in the UK haven't been doing that great business because it's not like the UFC. It's not like WWE where they've cultivated an image for themselves where it's the promotion means more than the fighters because they have a built-in audience who no matter who's fighting will keep coming back. And it's because of the structural differences between MMA and boxing that make this happen. UFC, WWE, so similar. The, the biggest difference between the two is that WWE is a publicly traded company and UFC is a privately owned company. That's the biggest difference between the two. The way they do pay-per-view, very similar. Even if you go back and look at the old pay-per-views, the Tito era, sorry, the Tito Ortiz era, if you go back and look at those pay-per-views, like UFC 49, whatever, you'll see how similar the the UFC and WWE pay-per-views are. And if you go further back, you'll see stuff like um, fireworks at the start of the show, just like how WWE does it. The pyro. The pyro gets the show going. WWE wanted to sign Joe Rogan as the commentator because he was so good. A lot of similarities between the two companies. Structurally, we have tyrannical leaders in both companies. Dana White for the UFC, Vince McMahon for WWE. And I suppose the other difference between these companies is that WWE is a family business. Kind of weird to say that, but it really is a family business. It's been in the family for generations now. But wrestling was not always like this. Wrestling was a lot more democratic in how many promotions there were and how they could coexist with stuff like the National Wrestling Alliance. Which made it so that promoters had to coexist. You could not fuck with another promoter, basically. If you fucked with another promoter, you would be out of the alliance. But it's very different now. Very, very different. There's one big player in town. There's one sheriff in town in pro wrestling. And it's same with UFC. Same with MMA. So for boxing to really get big, again, they need to prioritize exposure. They need to keep doing shows like the Javante Davis show, like the Errol Spence Jr. comeback fight. This needs to be on Fox Sports. This needs to be on regular showtime. Bob Arum made an incredibly smart move to bring this back to normal ESPN programming. 
to bring the Lomachenko and Lopez fight to normal ESPN programming. Not pay-per-view. A lot of people would have thought that fight was going to go to pay-per-view, but he made the correct decision there, Bob Arum. Top rank and Bob Arum did the right thing for the health of the sport because more people are going to watch that fight now. There's a barrier to entry you must contend with when you put fights on pay-per-view. And the UFC gets away with it because it ain't UFC McGregor versus Habib. It's UFC 229. It ain't Cormier versus Stipe Miocic by this pay-per-view. It's UFC 252. 252, I might say. Understand what I mean? I went to UFC 243. I was super excited to see Adesanya fight. But at the same time, I was more excited to see UFC in person. To watch the cage. To look at all these... How is this production going to look in person? I know I'm a bit neurotic like that, but a lot of people just want to go see these fights in person. They want to go see a UFC event in person. Similar to when people just want to go see a house show by WWE, an untelevised show. Because we want to see this in person. So, yeah, that's my rant over about boxing, MMA, what boxing can do better to promote the health of the sport. Cut the pay-per-views, guys. Cut the pay-per-views. I don't want to be spending $50 or have my brother spend $50 on a show. That should be on free-to-air or cable TV for the health of the sport. Let's promote the health, guys. And another thing... Sorry, this is I didn't add this, but another thing that's important to add as well about how UFC can get away with doing it. It's not only the built-in audience, it's not only that UFC is the spectacle, but it's the constant exposure they get on free TV. Or, sorry, cable TV in ESPN. There is a constant exposure with these fight night cards that supplement the interest of buying a pay-per-view every single week. This week, we have Frankie Edgar versus Munoz. I'm excited for that fight, and it's free for me. It's not entirely free, because I have to pay $10 a month on Fight Pass, but I don't have to pay any more money than that. See what I mean? And it's a constant thing. UFC churn out pro, uh, programming similar to how WWE churns out programming. You've got the Contender Series. You've got NXT. You've got all the little news shows they do, all the propaganda shows. And trust me, this is why these two companies are so good. It's the propaganda arm of these companies. But I rattled on for a long time about this subject. And we're going to think about something else now. So thank you for listening to that diatribe, that monologue, about how we can continue the health and promotion of boxing. Why UFC get away with it? It's very interesting to me. So thank you. Alright, guys, that's really it for today. Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie was officially announced for October 17th. We'll talk about that more as we get closer to the date. Trust me, it's going to come. It's it's a lot closer than, you know, these things move fast, (laughs) you know, very fast. Especially when we're living week to week as we do as MMA fans. So, yes, thank you for listening. This was episode 4.5. 
I'll see you for episode five when we do the Frankie Edgar versus Munoz fight. We'll see how that's going to look. So, yes. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great day.